Welcome to the North American Waterfowl Podcast. I'm Brett Amundsen. This podcast is dedicated to the ducks and geese that we all love. To kick off this new show, we've got a series of podcasts about the craziest band stories we've ever heard. If you've got a great story, let us know about it. Maybe it'll end up on this podcast. I recorded these interviews in 2021, and we've been a little busy with other projects, but we're happy to finally get them out to you. I hope you enjoy them. This particular podcast features an old band found while fishing and a band from an Argo dealership in Iowa. What the heck is that all about? We tracked down the location and the original bander to learn more. This is the North American Waterfall Show. Brought to you by... DRC Calls. Duck, goose, and crane calls made by the North American Goose Calling Champion, Corey Loeffler. Learn more at drccalls.com. And Mid-Migration Outfitters. Guided duck and goose hunts in western Minnesota. Learn more at midmigrationoutfitters.com. And fish on forever. I hunt and always will. And now your host, Brett Amundsen. One of the most recent band stories starts right here at home with a local guy I hunt with, Chaz Richardson. He was fishing one day along the Minnesota River, which is a common migration route for Canada geese. So tell me about finding that band, Chaz. I was fishing and uh, dropped a minnow, went to pick it up, and there it was, just sitting there. It found me. When you looked down, did you know it was a band? Yeah, you could tell the, the shape was just like a curled band, you know. Anytime you get around an area where some banding takes place, you're bound to run across some shiny leg bands. But this one wasn't shiny at all. This band was from 1986. Just to give you an idea of how long ago that was, these were the popular movies in 1986. It's hard to wrap my head around so many parts of this story. Like, what are the odds that you just happen to look down between two rocks and find a band that's 35 years old while you're looking for the minnow that you dropped while you're fishing? Or what happened to this goose? Did it die on its own? Did it wash up on shore? Did the band fall off a goose while it was flying over the Minnesota River? Did somebody shoot it, have it in their pocket, and drop it along the banks of the river? What we do know is that it was put on an adult goose in 1986 in Sumner, Missouri, on February 2nd and found in Minnesota in 2020. I, the band was small potatoes at the time. I just was like, oh, I need to keep fishing, you know? And, uh, yeah. So ha- has Cabela's like offered to buy it from you yet or anything or? No, <laughs> no. How, how many are women like throwing their underwear at you? No, they're not surprisingly. Not even his girlfriend actually. Yeah. <laughs> it actually so, slowed down so, after I found it. So no change. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, he's like, yeah, the band found me. And I was like, it's like Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Like Lord of the Bands. I was like, you need to go toss that thing in Mordor or something. <laughs> 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 this is going to give us a bad uh-huh. band. One band to rule them all. <laughs> Tony Crowdy from Mid-Migration Outfitters joins us now. What's the craziest band story you've heard of? Oh, yeah, I guess I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that's a pretty wild band, uh. Obviously, you didn't shoot it, but yeah, finding that, that band from what, Sumner, Missouri, down 
along uh, along the shore of the lake. You know, I mean, how crazy is that? And for somebody like Chaz to find it <laughs> that doesn't care about bands at all, you know, right. so pretty cool. He's going to make you look at the shoreline a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was wondering why he was looking at the shoreline. Yeah. He should have been looking at his rod tip. <laughs> <laughs> Might have to grab a metal detector right. and go down around the lake. You got a few bands on your lanyard there, Tony. Yeah, a couple. You got some pretty cool ones on there. Tell me about that one. Uh, you got a reward band on I, there, is that right? I do a double double banded honker. That's a $100 reward band. How does that work? Uh, well, basically, you you send in the band or band information, and then they... They send you a check for a hundred bucks that I never cashed. <laughs> I actually still have the check that I'm going to put into a plaque someday, but why didn't you cash it? Actually. So I ended up getting it during the guide season. So it was sent back to my house in St. Cloud, central Minnesota at the time. And they give you, I think it's like 90 days to cash it. It surpassed the time period. So I never ended up cashing it. And that's all right. Kind of cool though. Anyway. Yeah. It's cool to have the check. Do you know why they put reward bands on there then? Um, don't quote me on this, but from what I know, it's just because they want people to turn the bands in. Um, some people have the stigma that if you shoot a band, they don't want the game and fish to know that they shot the band or they're shooting birds or whatever it is. So if they put a hundred dollar reward on it, they're going to probably probably send the information in on that on that bird. So was that an old band? Oh gosh, I'd have to look. Um, it's there's been enough of them where they all kind of wash together for the most part. But I want to say like seven or eight years old, something like that. You've got an older one on there too, don't you? Yeah, it was uh, 18, 19 years old, cackler banded as an adult. So. Uh, that was kind of a cool band, and that was one of the ones where they uh, send you the the email back saying that they don't believe you, and you got to send in pictures of the band and the bird and all that stuff. So, do you remember where that one was banded? Oh gosh, has none of it, I think. I believe so, but I I'd have to double check. And then uh, and then shot in Western Minnesota. Yeah, yep, Western Minnesota, just kind of right around that Lackaparo Lake area generally. <laughs> was that was there a story with that one? Were we gonna tell that story? I can't okay. remember. What was the story with that band? It was like, that was the same field that we shot all the bands. You got a band. Three bands out of that field. Somebody got a band, you got a band, and then remember it was like the standing corn on the north side. We were hunting the beans next to the, the corn field. And then that's the same field that we shot that snow Shot a snow out of, yeah. yeah. Okay. So. I remember when that snow came flying over, and <laughs> we had a bunch of geese working, if I remember right, or at least a flock of darks. And then there was one snow and everybody freaked out. Yep. And I think we might have had some Canada's working lower, but that flock with the snow came over a little bit higher and it was like, we're, we're not waiting any longer. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> I actually have GoPro footage of that. Do you? Somewhere. <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll have to try to put it on the show here. Yeah. Uh, because, and we got that snow. Are you? I think you shot that snow. It was so hard to say. I think yeah. it had a big target on its back. Yeah, probably, yeah. I think we all probably shot at it, but yep. I did not hit it. <laughs> Coolest band you might have on that lanyard though is uh, one from Iowa, Tony. Tell us about that band. Yeah, it is probably my coolest band. You know, thinking about it now, um, it was kind of one of them bands. Didn't know, you know, much about it. So kind of just tossed it on the lanyard. And um, yeah, I mean, realistically, it's probably one of the rarest bands that I've ever seen just because I don't, I don't think I ever will ever meet anybody else that has one. Um, so that's just a, it's a band. We were Western Minnesota. We were actually, oh, diver hunting. Um, and, you know, all of us guys, we always throw out a few honker decoys. Uh, always have to, right? Not many goose band stories start off with, well, we were out diver hunting. Right. But, you know, Western Minnesota, we're all honker hunters. That's where, that's that's our bread and butter. So threw out a few decoys and uh, happened to have a single honker come flying by. We called it in and decoyed in and ended up shooting that bird. And it had, uh, 
it was like a big old band on it, it almost looked like a pelican band. And it was barely hanging onto the leg of the thing. So I remember I paddled out in my sneak boat and that's the first thing that I seen was that band just about to fall off of its leg. Um, so it was pretty cool and, and pulled it off and we thought it was an Avise band at first, but it actually says Advice Jeans Argo Sales. Jeans um, Argo Sales. Yeah, so. It, what does that mean? What does that even mean? I've always just guessed that it's just some sort of a advertisement for somebody. I mean, I, I we did a quick Google search on it or whatnot, and it's, yeah, some Argo Sales guy down in Iowa somewhere. <laughs> but you don't know anything about it? No, no, that was kind of the end of it. And it was, it was kind of in the chaos of the season, so just kind of threw it on the lanyard and carried on, so. Hello, it's Gene. Uh, hi, Gene. My name is Brett Amundsen. I've got kind of a weird question for you. Um, okay. I do, uh, I do a waterfowl podcast, and a friend of mine shot a goose a few years ago that had a band on it that said Gene's Argo, okay. Gene's Argo Sales. Right. And I, wanted, I was wondering if I could ask you a couple of questions for the podcast about that band. Sure. And once you give me the number of the band, I can give you the details. Okay. Uh, let me... Um, I, I usually send a certificate out if they call me. Uh, I must... Are you still there? I'm still here. Yep. Yep. Okay. I'm gonna, okay. Where are you calling from? Uh, Western Minnesota. Oh, Okay. I had a little girl shoot one this fall up at Plummer. Oh, really? Yeah. Her dad's been hunting for 30 years, and it was her first year goose hunting, and they called me, and she was all excited about it. even sent me pictures of it with the band on her finger and everything else. So That's awesome. Well, while I uh, started banding my... Uh, geese here on my wetland in 2006 and uh, been doing it a few every year one year we did ban 39 i don't know i'm up to something i'm on my second hundred bands right now really but uh if, if that okay give me the band number brett well i'm i just sent a friend of mine the message uh for him to send me a picture of it or send me the the numbers. Um, oh, okay. While, while I'm waiting for him, uh, maybe you can tell me a little bit about why you started banding birds. I so I've been selling the articles. This is my 51st year, and I sold one to a um, guy in Huron, South Dakota, and delivered it. And it was about the time of the year the little devils were gray and starting to get their color and he had a pen there and he was feeding them in it and there was a bunch in it and he told me that he banded them and he told me about the story on it that uh, he had one that was shot in uh, Wichita, Kansas and it was 14 years old and, and I thought well that would be fun so I come home and get my DU book out and see the National Band Company in the back so I just ordered up a hundred bands, and some of us got together and started uh, started banding them. Did you go over to house get my phone, Darren? And uh, that's that's how it ended up. So you have uh, a pond on the property that had ducks and geese in it, and you just decided to start capturing and banding them. 
Yep, that's right. I made me a, I took cattle panels and made a 16 by 16 by 16 square pen, and I would, I would put uh, corn in there, and they'd get feeding in it, and then when they were over there in that pen, I'd come around out of the shop wide open towards the pond and roared out the pond, and they didn't know what to do. They, I left half of it, I mowed half, I never, they'd run up in that grass and hide, and I just mowed her across the pond and swing the, gu- the gate shut and, and make a couple phone calls, and a couple of my buddies be here in a few minutes, and we'd band them. <laughs> That's great. So how many years ago did you start doing it? At 2006. Okay, 2006. That was the first year, and oh, it, it's, it's amazing where they end up. I've had, uh, it's kind of a funny story. I go to Manitoba every year. Of course, didn't get to go last year, but it had been our ninth year last year. But uh, in 2000, the year before, I've been 18, we're just ready to leave, me and my hunting buddies, and I got a call from Florida, and I, I went ahead and answered it. And this guy was up at Mendoza, goose hunting, had been up there, and he called me and said he shot a goose that had my band on it. And we hunt, uh, we're going to Mendoza a lot just to get fuel when we're hunting up there. And kind of ironic, I always thought, oh my gosh, wouldn't that been something if, you know, the guys that helped me band or I would have shot one of my geese in Manitoba. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but man. that was the sixth one. I've had six shot in Manitoba now. Okay. What have you learned? One, yeah, what have you learned about these geese then? Well, talking to the local game warden here, he says what, what I band the ones that travel far off are probably ganders because the goose, she'll come back to her, her own uh, territory to nest. So, I mean, I haven't, I never sex them. Sure. We just band them when they're too young to fly. And so we just, we don't, I don't go that far into it. How, <laughs> but how, Adam, Go ahead. Go ahead. Jim. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I'm going to tell you, I've had them shot as far south in the Blue Hill, Kentucky, and as far west as Fremont, Nebraska, and as far northeast as Haywood, Wisconsin. So and- I've had uh, Grand, Grand Forks, North Dakota. Plummer, Minnesota, Longview, South Cloud, Crystal Lake, up in Minnesota. So, of course, a lot in this area from uh, oh, down in northern Kentucky, clear up to me, all the way through Illinois. But it's kind of fun to see where they go. What when people call? Do people shoot the shoot the bird, get the band, and do they call you and say, "What the heck is this thing"? Yeah, the guy in Canada, he was all excited. He was sure he'd won an Argo. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be a heck of a prize. That'd be a good reward, man, right there. Man. I told him $500 off, and we had a pretty good time about it. But, uh, 
There you go. How, so, and, how- uh, what was kind of funny, one of my friends that I first went to Manitoba hunting with, uh, he then was here when that guy called in, and he was looking for a new place to hunt, and we were hunting over where he was hunting, and he ended up going up, and now he hunts up there, uh, up in, oh gosh, what's the name of that town? Ashern. Ashern, Manitoba, which is north of Winnipeg, about two and a half hours or three. So, you've been, so it's been interesting. Have you been waterfowl hunting your whole life then? Me? Yeah, I really got into it after I farm, and I got my first six-wheeler for checking cattle on the creek bottom. It was always swampy, and the creek flooded and that, and cow dislocated my shoulder, and and then I I just kind of quit bow hunting, and of course, you know, the vehicles I've been selling, I was selling a lot of them to duck hunters, and then went to a lot of duck camps, uh, like the National Refuge down at uh, Swan Lake around Sumner, Missouri. I think I got 11 machines around it, and I probably hunted at seven, eight of the big clubs down there, and I pretty well hunt continually at this one that... Uh, I sold them a machine in 95. They have two Argos, and I bring them back here after the duck season, and I hunt there quite a bit and bring them back here, service them, and store them till the next duck season. I have a friend that was fishing here in western Minnesota last fall, and he dropped the minnow. He was trying to bait his hook, and he dropped the minnow. He was fishing from shore. Dropped the minnow onto the shoreline into the rocks, and he reached down to pick it up and saw something kind of shiny. And here it was a band from a goose uh, from nine—I think it was from 1986—and it was banded in Sumner, Missouri. Yep, I saw that, and I lost that because uh, my phone crapped out on me here about two weeks ago, and I lost all my texts, and and I'd moved that from my text into my gallery. And I lost all the pictures I had in my gallery, but I remember that. <laughs> uh, that was quite an ordeal, wasn't it? <laughs> That's amazing. What other crazy band stories have you heard of? Well, I, I've shot a few bands myself, and we were hunting over here on uh, the Skunk River east of, or west of me here in Iowa, and I was hunting with a guy who invited me over, and we shot six wood ducks and his dog retrieved them and everything we got ready to go home he says well you want my ducks you can take them so i said okay so uh i brought them home and i went to dress them and i seen that one had a band hmm. so I, I told the guy well that's my band then I, when i called him and told him about it and uh that band was or that bird was banded in uh let me think of the name of the town here uh Bemidji, oh, I think Bemidji, Minnesota, sure. by Dr. James Burdeen. Uh, and would you believe then, uh, I think it was, that was in about 2007, roughly. And then, would you believe in 2010, I walked over here now, yeah, seven was right on the wood duck, shot in Iowa over here, banded in. Bemidji, Minnesota. And then in 2010, we were hunting geese and ducks there in uh, Menendosa, and some geese come in, 
And I shot two geese, and each of the guys with me each got one. And I said, anybody shoot a goose over here? And they said no, and I picked, because I saw the band on the goose, and I picked it up. It was banded by the same guy, Dr. James Burdeen, and I shot it in uh, Manitoba. <laughs> so I've got two bands, a duck and a goose, from by the same guy that was banded in Minnesota, which is kind of unusual, I would think. And you shot one in Iowa and one in Manitoba, which... Is- yep, and they were banded by the same guy in the same town out of Minnesota. The banding data and research is uh, the most fascinating part of, of this whole conversation, I think. And I've got the number of that band now from my buddy Tony that he shot. He, okay. he thinks he shot it in 2014. So if you're ready, I'll give you the number. Uh, okay. Dang it. Wait a minute. I thought I had a, I'm here at my desk. And would you believe it? Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, yep. Here we go. Okay. It's 319-658. Oh, that's, no, that's my telephone number. Ah, okay. I want Give me to... the band number. Well, let's see. <laughs> Let me go. I'll go to 14 in my file here. 18, 14. Okay, 14. It's going to be uh, in the 50... 49, let's see, there's 14, wait a minute, take that back, okay, 20, 2014, where'd we start here, okay, 2014, I banded these on my house pond, uh, there's 49, 57, 48, 50, 49, 47, 43, 44. So it's going to be a 44 or 50 number. Well, all I can see so far, I'm going to send him another message because all I can see is a number one. And that oh, is... Oh, number one. But it, but there might be another number underneath. Is it right where the end of the band is? Because uh, where the band curls underneath... Because he's, he's got it on his lanyard, so he's got the, the ends of the band kind of wrapped around oh, each other. Okay, it'd be 41, I would say. Um, I banded, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. I banded 16 birds in 2014, and there is one that there's a number 41. So if you're seeing a one, I'll bet there's a four underneath there. It probably the band has bent over a little too far. Well, the one is first. Oh, the one is first. Yeah. Well, that's, that don't make sense because I don't <laughs> have a one for 14. So. Uh, well, see, my telephone number you called here is the 319-658-2315. Sure. That's so, what you were going to give me, right? Yep, that's the one. That was the phone number. I don't think even... Hmm. It about half... Well, well I wonder if... I don't know what to say, unless it's been over and it's a 15, 
and you're seeing the one and you never noticed the five. Did he send you a picture of it? He did, but I can't see underneath. It's the one, and then the other side of the band is bent in front of the rest of it. So he's oh. he's going to try to flatten it out right now. Um, so where did he shoot it at in Minnesota, you say? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was right here uh, in western Minnesota. Uh -huh. I'm pretty sure this is where it was. And I'm going to have you text me his name and address or have him, and I'll send him. I got a little. I'll just send you a picture here quick. Uh, of uh, what I send out. Oh, do you got a, cer got a certificate or something? Yeah, I send a certificate out. The geese, we have a 29-acre wetland down here that that we banded some on to, and then my brother's got a wetland east of me seven miles, and we've rounded up his geese before and banded them, so... You know, it depends on all your, say, on a farm pond three-quarters of a mile south of Crawfordsville or like that one. Did that one come in that I sent you? Let's see, that one was banded. Uh, we're going to band him at. Oh, at the Lentz Wetland, yeah, a mile south of Crawfordsville. I see I didn't put that on there. I missed, missed that there. I usually put down a mile south of Crawfordsville for my game warden, but I know my game warden real well, or did. He's moved to another county now and and uh, they've never ever said anything but it does say you're supposed to and if you read the regulations you're supposed to get a license to do it but okay i guess i guess they ain't gonna do much i'll just tell them oh, okay i'll quit doing it <laughs> all right that band number was number 15 Number 15? Yep. Well, it wasn't bad. Oh, he shot it in 14. Yeah, yep. Okay, I was looking at to see what what ones I banded in 14. Uh, Man, that's you. an old goose. Really? That, that's the first ones I banded. First year? Number First year I banned them. That was banded in 2006, number 14. Number wow. No, I take that back. It cha I changed. I changed. I, I don't. I, I draw the line here, and I'm in. Uh, okay, 2006. I come down there. I don't fix, and then I draw the line, and there's eight. Year eight, I only done two for some godly reason. And then there's 13. I got, I don't, I tried now. I'm just putting them on separate pages a year. That goose was banded in 2010. 2010, okay. So he'd be 21 years old this spring. I banded him on 6 7 of 10, our pond at the house in the catch pen. Okay, of that year 10, we done. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We done seven that year. I must have caught one litter. Done seven, and of those seven, this is only the second one that's been reported. The first one that was reported shot in 2012, which would have been two years later, was shot by that Brad up in Ashburn, Manitoba on 9-9. Hmm. 
That's kind of funny. Oh, it's only second one. What number was what? his his band? Twelve. His was his was twelve. Okay. Yep. And you say this yours is fifteen. Fifteen. Yep. Yep. Okay. Hmm. Well, you have me have him text me where he shot it and uh, his address, and then I'll send him a certificate. Okay, I will do that. All right, Gene. Well, I appreciate the the time today. It was uh, it's an interesting story. The banding information is always uh, really really neat stuff to find out about. And uh, we we've wondered about this band for a long time. I I thought maybe he tried to contact you at at some point, but you guys obviously didn't connect. So uh, I'm glad we were able to. Evidently not. But he shot it what in fourteen? You say that's what he thought. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, inform him and give him my number, and I'll, I'll get him in the book here. That's interesting to know. I'll do that. Thanks for, thanks for helping us solve one of our band mysteries. Okay, well, good enough. Well, good hunting. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. You too, Gene. I appreciate it. All right, bye. See ya. All right, if you like this podcast, make sure you leave us a review, like it, share it, subscribe to it, send it to your friends. We appreciate it. And find out more about us at NorthAmericanWaterfowl.com. This has been a Fish Hunt Forever production.